Well, good morning, Peekers. Morning. And welcome to our podcast on the peak of Mount Stupid. You are here with Sam and Andrew. And we are very excited to speak to you tomorrow. Morning. <laughs> to morning. To morning. This morning, because this is our final episode. Can you believe it? Of the series. Yeah. Episode 10. Here we are. Episode 10. Now, if you don't know who we are, we are a podcast who um, talks about philosophical, sort of psychological, critical thinking topics. Mm-hmm. I bring the topic to the table. Andrew has no clue what we're talking about. Usually, I mean, usually sometimes there's a faint bell of recognition. Well, I more meant that this morning is a bit of a different oh, yeah, yeah, episode, fine. but yeah, usually this is what happens. Mm. But this morning's slightly different. Slightly different because Sam, I thought I should bring you something on our final episode because today what we're going to do is review and reflect on all the things we've spoken about so far. Because um, sometimes you need to remind yourself of what you've learnt rather than keep learning new things. Ah, oh, that is good, isn't it? Yeah. But it's also true. Yeah, all true. Now, I've got a thought that I want to sort of frame some of our conversation around. Okay, I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay. And it comes from how I've reflected on some of the topics before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was reflecting a bit on uh, one person's impact that they had on me. And uh, I was thinking that, and actually the impact they had on lots of people. And I thought, do you know what, they... They didn't have the impact they had on people because of one moment of extraordinaryness. They actually had an impact that they had on the people around them because of the fact that they were ordinarily extra. They always went a little bit further. They Ooh. always did a little bit more. They always had a slightly deeper conversation. They asked beyond what was just normally accepted. And so I thought, and that phrase came to my mind, which is, instead of trying to be extraordinary, maybe we should try and be ordinarily extra. And I thought, you're smiling, that's good. I like it. Good. And so I thought, especially because a lot of the reflections and applications that we brought out of a lot of the topics was trying to think actually less about the really big picture impact of some of these topics and more trying to get into the nitty gritty of how would this affect day-to-day life? How would this get into our normal? How would this help us become ordinarily extra? What, think, do you, what do you think? I think that's really good, actually. Because if you, if you look at, if you try and change your, um, the way you behave as a human, yeah. you, you need to put that into your routine or whatever. And that takes time. And, and, and we've just done like 10 episodes or whatever of some quite intense stuff. Yeah. If you try and apply every single one of them straight away to, what, to changing how you think or, or behave or whatever... Impossible. Foolish. Foolish, I should say. Foolhardy. <laughs> You're saying that all hardies are fools. Oh, don't, you know. Don't you, read into often, it. Often we hear things through the lens of our own insecurities. If that's what you heard, Sam, then, you know, I'll let you work that through another time. Well, all I heard was fool stands, breeze. That's <laughs> that well-known saying. So. That well-known <laughs> phrase. So do you want to sort of elaborate what you're talking about a little bit? Yeah, okay. So so one of the topics that really I particularly enjoyed and I found really bent my brain was uh, into subjectivity. Mm. I mean, I thought that was a, a, a very good episode, um, to be honest. So if you haven't listened to it, you know what to do, <laughs> uh, and part of that, part, part of the part of the coming out, part of what I came out of from that episode was 
the fact that it, it, it could lead one to really question what actually is true, is objectively true and what is just true because society has, you know, we formed it as a truth societally and we all believe in it and therefore it becomes a truth when actually if society collapsed, it would no longer be a truth like money, like laws of the road, things like that. And it's quite easy to go quite big picture with that. But then uh, right at the end of the podcast, we were talking a bit about the kind of things that we, the norms that we adhere to in day-to-day life that maybe if we stopped and thought about them, like how do we interact with strangers? Do What kind of questions do we ask when people, uh, when we meet people? How do we present ourselves when we meet new people? Uh, how we answer the question, how are you? All things like that, which we, there's quite a common set of principles and responses and actions that we all do. And if we stopped and thought about it, do we go, do we just do that because that's a societal norm? That's the subject, the intersubjective truth that we formed? Or is it because that's who I want to be? So interesting. Yeah. I used to do this thing where I'd answer, um, if someone asked me, what do you do? I'd answer nice. like, I play basketball. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like to, and like, it doesn't, it doesn't go down well. People look at you like, <laughs> yeah, like, okay, cool, cool, smart answer, mate. But just yeah. like, how do you make your money? Is yeah. what saying. <laughs> well, they want a little box, you know, they yeah. want a little box to put you in. How do you say I'm married to somebody who earns more than me? <laughs> That's what I want to say. I want to say it like that. She earns all the money, and I, <laughs> I, I live off the fat of the land. Yeah, I live off the- <laughs> Do you get a monthly allowance? No. Is that is your forty pounds? <laughs> <laughs> your, your I wish monthly. I got forty pounds yeah, a month. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm really that. This is me subtly giving you advice to Helen. Raise the allowance. <laughs> yeah. Give him more. He deserves Look at him. it. He Come needs on, it. he needs it. He needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> Um, you're not wrong I actually do so I remember doing a talk somewhere once and to introduce me they they sort of had a very very quick interview with me and they one of the questions was and who are you oh wow who are you and I thought wow that's a a, you know it's quite a hard question to answer because often we answer who are you by either uh what we do yeah or where we come from and it's hard to think, how do, how do I actually define myself? How do I actually describe who I am? That's so interesting. And what, and what do they want from you? Yeah, I mean, and that was the issue. I didn't know <laughs> what they wanted. So I sort of danced around a few topics and didn't really give an answer. But it, has, it, it definitely left a mark on me because I thought, I don't know how I would describe myself. Do you know what I like? Would it, would it be my character traits? Would it, you know, yeah, but it's weird, who I want to be. As Brits, we don't like to say like, okay, I am kind and I am yeah. loving. And because yeah. you are those things. Oh, thanks, bro. But it's true. You yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't say that to someone, would you? <laughs> you well, just met. Well, you, I mean, you could do, but it wouldn't be the intersubjective truth. Well, it, of Britishness. Of Britishness. Of Britishness. Yeah, that, that's more what, yeah, because I still think it's true. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> I get that. Thank you. You weren't lying. No. That's kind so, okay, so you had a point when you asked that question, like, or did you not have a point? About the about the ordinarily extra or the yeah, extraordinary? Yeah, 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 all of that. Well, I, I think it's just something to frame our reflections on the topics that we've done. And to reflect on the aim of the podcast, really, is that we want to we want to affect normal, normal life. And um, I don't know, a, a very similar thought I had recently was that, um, that I feel like who I am today is more, uh, sorry, I, I, I sometimes get quite deep. I get quite deep thinking. So, do, do you? Sorry, do I? <laughs> do you? Uh, uh, always on the 1st of March when it's been a leap year. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> I was thinking that who I am is more shaped by, like if you imagine a, 
a, a freshly made pot of clay, mm. that a pot of clay is more shaped by little touches than it is by big touches. You know, you'd have the initial throwing of the of the clay onto the wheel. That's quite a big impact moment. But the, but the rest of it is like a constant touching, a, a light movement. And it's more the sort of fingerprints of little decisions. I'm, I'm shaped more by the fingerprints of my little decisions than I am by the sudden impact of big moments. But we put most of the weight on our on our sort of hopes of life on these big breakthrough moments and focus less on our day-to-day choices. And I think we can shape who we are more by focusing on our day-to-day choices than yeah. we can by by sort of hoping for this extraordinary moment. That is a beautiful metaphor. Yeah, genuinely. I think it's, it's, it's hard to... So there will be moments, I think, in life, though, where, like... And we can't account for these, necessarily, mm. where it is like a punch to the clay. Yeah. Um, something bad happens or whatever. Yeah. And that does, like, directly affect who you are, probably. But we can't, we can't I suppose, plan for that, can we? Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're going to happen whether we like it or not. And, and sometimes they're negative. And those things we, we definitely don't plan for the tragedies of life, the pe- the pains of life. But there are also the positive ones, the, the moments where we suddenly get recognised for something that we do or we, you know, a video we post goes viral. Or, you know, this podcast suddenly takes off because everybody likes it, shares it with all their friends and family and really encourages them to listen and doesn't stop telling them to listen to it until they've listened to it. You know, things like that. Silly um, things that silly. probably don't happen. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah just trust my short thinking. <laughs> um, and, but what we can do is we, we can try and hide from the bad ones and we, and we actually, we, we keep waiting and hoping for these big significant things to happen that are often really out of our direct control. We can't really make them happen. But if we spend our life waiting, 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 waiting for this, this thing to happen, this extraordinary moment. And, um, we need to sort of take, I think we need to take control back of ourselves I go, hang on a minute, I still live a, I still live a day-to-day life that I can affect and impact. And um, I often think that those big, those big moments are more out of our control than we realise. And so let's just focus on what we do have control of, ourselves. Do you think we do, do you think that is the general um, vibe of society, especially in our culture, of like waiting for something to happen? Um, or, or, or I don't know. Sorry, just, just yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I'm just wondering. No. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just sharing personally as well. That f- for me, I guess it's, we talked about it a little bit before about that thing of wanting to have a life that imp- you know that makes an impact. And my qualification for that would be a a big, mo- an extraordinary moment. And then what I would not do. Um, so I had this, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on this, on another episode, but we're doing a review. So it's great if I have and great if I haven't. <laughs> Suck it up. Um, but I remember sitting down and uh, having lunch, a number of people having lunch. And one of the guys who was there was someone in their early 30s who had struggled with quite severe sort of mental health for a number of years. Yeah. And, um, and one of the things I sometimes struggle with is I sort of think, oh, where's my life going? What's it going to do? All those kind of thoughts. You know, have I really gone anywhere? And this guy asked me, what do you do? And I told him what I did. I work for an education charity. I'm an associate pastor of a church. Uh, and that, that's what I do. And he turned to me and he said, he said, oh, how old are you? I said, I'm 29. And he said, oh, you're, you're doing all right then, aren't you? And I suddenly realized that, that 
my perception of my position in life is is really just a perception. It's how I choose to look at it as opposed to it being a fixed thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it was such a humbling moment where you realised that it's so relative. Uh, and, um, I've, yeah, so I've run out of steam there. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to think because it's like... You always get me thinking, you know, <laughs> always good. have me thinking, which is a good thing. Um, it's, it's hard because I suppose um, you're looking at what are your, what are your values, I suppose. Yeah. And what, where do you get your, to lack of a better word, happiness? Yeah. I don't, I don't think we're looking for happiness. Yeah. But. And and, I, and a word that's come to mind that someone taught me about a couple of years ago was uh, living vicariously, which means living through another person. And I think when we feel uh, when we feel sort of dissatisfied with our ordinary, we do one of two things. Either one is we become, or not, not we definitely do, we can do one of two things. I'm sure there are other things we can do as well. But one of them is we, um, we create a version of ourselves that when we're not in our boring normal, we can be. So either that's a, a profile that we put out there in the world online that shows us a side to us that isn't actually true to who we are. Um, or it's a version of ourselves that isn't the full picture, or we get so obsessed with other people's lives that we that we try and try and just zone in on that and get some meaning through that, and and that's that's where I think we can do some work to to try and focus a little bit more on our normal and go how can I how can I slowly change my normal through little choices through powerful decisions about how I spend my time, how I speak to people, how I think about people, how I disagree with people, things that are really ordinary, but how do I actually how do I actually put my effort into that rather than rather than the 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 stuff that isn't in my day to day. I mean, that is a that's the million dollar question though, isn't it? <laughs> how well, do we change? Well I think because what's happening is is we talked about this in another episode, I think, which is okay mm. because of the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um but it's 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 those little um it's harder to make those choices mm. than not to make those choices. But some of those choices aren't yeah. hard choices to no. make. No. But it's hard sometimes it's easier to just not and so do you think it's worth like almost having a little plan written down or, yeah. or whatever and, and, and following it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm well, trying to think. I, 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 I remember someone saying to me that, that there were, uh, they, they'd been thinking a lot about mental fitness. And it made me think that a lot of these things are muscles or like muscles that grow the more we use them. And so... The idea of it's hard because we've we've wasted away a bit our ability to make choices when we're tired or when we're feeling um, bored or when we you know bored yeah. and brilliance is a great one where where we need to be able to make a choice to not fill our time with random stuff um, so that we can just be and allow things to process give ourselves space to process things. Uh, but that making those kind of choices, if we get out of the habit of it, if we're not if we're not being disciplined about it, then that the ability to make that choice um, declines in us because the muscle, the sort of strength of will, declines. 
which I which, so that so I think writing things down is a great idea. Writing down a plan of stopping and reflecting, going, what are some of the things that I do every day that when I look at it on paper, I think I don't really want to be doing that, and and what can I do to make that change and and keep keep trying it. And if you fail, that's that's a good sign because if you you, you can only fail when you're aiming for something, yeah, you don't fail when you're not aiming for anything. So let's you know let's aim for stuff. So I feel like it's got very, very sort of deep quickly. No, well, mate. Maybe we should tell some awful jokes. Um, no. <laughs> no, this is good. Nice. Now, it's hard because normally I'm the one that sort of um, yeah. prepares stuff. Now you know what it feels like. Yeah, well, I'm like, what's happening is, is I'm not as good at Andrew no, as it's like, like no, no, listen, listen. Because right, this is what a lot of you lot have said, that you're amazing at bringing out some gold from the... Nah. from the gold mine <laughs> from the gold mine <laughs> um, and so I don't know how you do it because I'm thinking at a million miles an hour right now but I can try how do I put this out on oh, on, 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 on paper it's not paper well, <laughs> it's audio paper nice <laughs> um, so I would say some of the things that um, you've just said mm. so so I'm trying to look at what I've learned over these like 10 weeks yeah. as we go and how that sort of helped me. And and what you're saying is quite important. And I think um, what's changed in me quite a lot over these mm. 10 weeks is um, the episode where we looked at, I think it might have been dialectic disagreement. Yeah. And we looked at how other people, um, so you just talked about how you, like, we think and how we feel towards other people. Yeah. And, and the, the conversation about where we... Um, maybe disagree with someone mm. um but actually they're not an evil person yeah. they're 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 not trying to we, we talked about abortion actually i think yeah and that both sides of the story they're not evil people trying to like tell the other one that they're evil yeah. and they're actually got the best intentions at heart or whatever yeah and what i've been trying to do i've been, I found it really um hard actually but over the 10 weeks is look at people and be like you're not an, you're not you're not if you disagree with me, you're not just trying to ruin my life. Yeah. And I'm not trying to ruin your life. We're just humans doing our best the yeah. whole time. And it's been quite an important change, I think, in my, in my thinking, even yeah. though that we've been coming up with the discussions. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent like savvy on all these things that we've been talking Maybe about. Maybe I should find someone else to do this with. <laughs> if you're not very good at these things, man. Uh, all right, fine. Go on. No. Who are you going to choose? My brother? Myself. <laughs> Which is going to be the Andrew podcast. <laughs> Andrew squared. Andrew squared. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll then just say, what do you think, Andrew? And I'll put in a different voice. <laughs> and then um, I'll have even fewer listeners. I'm not going to listen to it, mate. No, you ain't. And my mum still won't listen to it. <laughs> she, she might. She might, actually. So... Well, the one thing I was thinking about that dialectic disagreement yeah. episode and what you're just saying is, is I, I think it's because we you've mentioned a number of times this this echo chamber thing, you know, the fact that we surround ourselves with people who agree with us or think similarly to us. And I was thinking it's actually quite hard to regularly be exposed to people that I strongly disagree with. Because they're just not around. Yeah. And I think that's part of the problem. Because then, because then the only time that I encounter those people is when I read something about a group or a subsection of society that's different to my subsection of society that doesn't think the way I think. And so I can objectify the opinions rather than personify the, the, the opinions because I have no relation to them. I've got no interaction with those kind of people. And that, and that is a challenge of our society, that relationships built on agreement, which is understandable to an extent. Um, 
and and perhaps I'm I'm sort of I don't know if fortunate is the right word, but you, relatively unique in that because my workplace is quite. I work in two very small organisations, and I imagine if you work in bigger organisations, the chance of interacting with people that you don't agree with is higher. And so, and that's a fair comment that I'm making about myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, um, so Pete, Pete Rollins, a guy I go on about every other second, uh, <laughs> he did this thing before where he, I can't remember what it was called, but he would do this thing. I think it was called something like the Omega Project or something like the, the nice. you know, like the Alpha course, you heard of that? Yeah. The Omega course where he would go out to other people of different faiths or, or thinking like, and, and ask them to like change his mind and wow. ask them to like i want to hear why you what you think is the yeah. right thing and he'd listen and you'd sort of like go on about it not go on about it, listen to them go on about it and hopefully have it change him like the Brilliant. dialectics a little bit yeah. i think but it's it's right like we're not around i'm not around loads of people that are different mm. to me or if we are we don't talk about like yeah but but and but but he he sort of proved the point that he had to do a project that he gave a title to to even do that the Omega Project is basically that's just not normal. Otherwise, there'd be no interest in him doing a project. Yeah, because it'd just be normal, and that's a challenge, isn't it? That's a challenge. I think the question is: Is it wrong? Is it is it wrong? I, I as as with many of these things, I think I I don't think right and wrong is necessarily the way to look at it. I think it's I think it is what it is, and it's about going: Is that how I want to view people? If if I sat down with most people. You know, if I sat down with myself, which I can do very easily because I just sit down and uh, said to myself, how do I want to how do I want to view people and how do I want to treat people irrespective of whether their opinion matches mine? You know, it would be I'd want to I'd want to be kind to them. I'd want to try to understand them. I'd want to give them space. I'd want to try and uh, respect their views. I'd want to try and hear their story, you know, all those kind of things. And I think most of us would would if we sat down with ourselves, say that's the way we want to relate to people. But it's the, it's then the challenge that that in our minds isn't how we relate to people when, when we uh, read things about people from, from another part of society or whatever. And it's, it's that cognitive dissonance. Oh, <laughs> there's another title. We're uh, just going to keep popping them out. Yeah, it's like well, bingo. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. I hope you've got a little scratch card. You can tick them off. <laughs> Uh, and but, the winner gets a prize. Yeah, but it is it is exploring those those areas where where I think often we act without realizing that that how we're acting isn't how we want to be acting. You because we don't reflect about it. Do you see that in yourself sometimes? Well, well, no, because I don't reflect as much as I th I think I could. So oh. so do I think about it? You know, do I recognize that a bit? Absolutely, I recognize that a bit. Um, but do I do I do it more than I realise? Absolutely, for hundred percent for sure, because because I think we we sort of just slip into um, mirroring the the subcultures that we're in. Rather, we we become. This is not my analogy. This is somebody else's. But we become um, thermometers and not thermostats. So thermometers tell the temperature thermostats set the temperature mm, that is a good analogy i wish it was mine but it's not it, I, I had nothing to do with creating that and and so are you suggesting that we are um 
we're just waiting around and sensing the tone of what the of what the the societal norm is right now and or what yeah whatever. well so, so you know family culture uh is is something that where you'll see this it's so easy to just slip into a very similar pattern of uh, behavior interacting ways of being with our family that you know that aren't all negative i'm not saying that we're all massively struggling in our families um but we don't necessarily think about actually how do i want my family how 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 do i want the, the culture of my family to change and how can i be an agent for changing that workplace culture i think is a fascinating example because um cu- culture is actually just the, it's it's the com- it's a, it's a cumulative um influence of everybody in that space so even if we think we just sort of we we get we get into a culture and we don't shape it at all we just get it it, it shapes us we are actually shaping it somehow even yeah. if it is just by agreeing with it because it all it is is the is the is a is a cumulative expression of of something so workplace is sort of we go in and we think hang am i just reflecting the way things are here um, i was speaking to a friend of mine recently who's been working in in a foreign country i nearly named the country and i thought actually given i'm going to be a little bit negative that's a bad thing to do <laughs> So thank you to my brain for not mentioning the country. And we actually I, had to go back and edit out the country. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be naughty. Uh, and he was saying that uh, the work culture there was very different. And managers, when when they when people got promoted to position of management, they would just then reflect the way that management had been done to them, which was they wouldn't take responsibility for work. They would just shift things off their desk to people below them, and they would their work ethic would be far far um, less. And they you know people would take a lot of working from home days, and actually they'd just be on holiday and they wouldn't be working. Things like that. Yeah. Quite a bad work culture. And he was quite frustrated by it. And then lo and behold, he gets a bit of promotion and he suddenly realized in himself that he was beginning to display the very same traits that they were displaying. Now, to his credit, he he recognized that and stopped because he reflected. But um, culture, you know, he, he was adding to that culture. He was adding to the very culture that he didn't like by not by not acting in a different um, a different way. Mm. He was reflecting the temperature rather than trying to set a new temperature. And that's the thing about culture is I think we all need to try and go, is this a culture that I, if I was starting from scratch, if I looked at my values, who I want to be, and am I being a true version of myself in all the environments I'm in? Because because that's actually what, what I think, that's where life satisfaction comes more. That's where it grows, when we can be like that wherever we are. And there is no right or wrong to this, right? No. Well, there is probably wrongs and there are probably rights yeah. in that. Like, But it's not necessarily done in behavior. Those aren't seen in behavior. No. They're seen in attitude and approach. That is, that's the key, the attitude and the approach, yeah. right? Because I suppose uh, you'd have two different people who would disagree that they are doing something right or doing something wrong in mm-hmm. the way they're living their life, I mean. Yeah. But the attitude of why they're doing what they're doing is yeah. surely the important thing, right? Yeah. And so, is, are you suggesting that we look if we if we were to internally look at where we where we're at, what we're mm. doing right now? Um, are we? Is our attitude good enough? Good enough's the wrong word, is it? Mm. I don't know. Like, is our attitude in the right place? Is yeah. our are we are we doing everything we can to almost better the culture that we're in? Yeah. Um, better our own internal sort of yeah fill a word here (laughs) 
attitude or yeah or, yeah whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah cool cool word yeah yeah cheers bro yeah sorry yeah. i just get my thesaurus yeah. out yeah. <laughs> we've used that word a few times so. <laughs> and i'm joking and um and is this what you're suggesting in a way like are you, are you and i'm i mean we're talking to ourselves here we're not talking mm. to the people who are listening necessarily the peakers the peakers but if they want to join in on this conversation then sure that's yeah, great please do well i'm just trying to work out what the what what your what the goal is here i i think i think the goal coming back to that initial phrase you know let's aim less to be extraordinary and aim more to be ordinarily extra it's going actually how do i how do i how do i actually affect my day-to-day normal how do I reflect on how I am and who I am in my normal places of life and go, do I want to change that? Do I want to begin making little choices, but powerful choices, but often more difficult choices? Because because words are 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 very, very cheap. Actions are very, very deep. So it's easy to talk about change, easy to talk about these philosophies, these critical thinking things, easy to talk about the way to be a, a healthier person. Um, but talking has has very little value in comparison to actually landing some of these principles in in our in our actions, in our in our thought and our hidden thoughts, hidden attitudes. And that's where actually the value is. That's where the value is. I'll tell you a little funny story. Can I tell you a funny story Am about gonna, a, a but, friend's daughter? I think you'll laugh. Okay. I think. I'm going to try not to. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a friend's daughter was at preschool. And... Um, <laughs> sorry. Don't, no, don't. You're so mean. Uh, right. And she... One of the teachers went in and found her um, smearing poo. Her poo all <laughs> over the floor. God. In a toilet? In the toilet. Okay. In a toilet cubicle, just smearing food all over the floor. Nice. Got, obviously got angry, teacher got angry, blah, 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 blah. Dad goes and picks her up and gets told, um, oh, your daughter did this today. We weren't very happy about that, <laughs> understandably. Yeah. Okay. So later on that evening, he's a brilliant dad, brilliant dad, the way he does things, love it. And so he, after a while, he, he brings up the conversation, says, oh, daughter's name um <laughs> insert daughter's name here uh i heard about this at preschool what, what, what was going on you know um and and she basically said she she needed a poo gone to the loo hadn't made it to the loo before she'd pooed oh. and then she was trying to tidy it up bless her but in tidying it up she was just making a really bad mess and it's that thing about intentions we, what 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 the teacher saw was the action and the action was messy but we we need to you know this is slightly unrelated but it's a nice story in it but but um it's trying to understand and work out people's intentions and as we try to act out of our intentions we need to also be comfortable with the fact that sometimes we're going to make a bit of a mess when we don't mean to we're going to try new things that don't work we're going we're gonna to try and instigate conversations with people to try and stir cultural change and it'll be rejected because we didn't quite do it in a good way. You know, and that's all. And, and if we get burnt once, you know, does that mean that we, you know, stop and just go, no, it's not working. No, no, no. Persevere, persevere, persevere. But we can help each other by trying to see each other's in- intentions over the, the product of the intentions. I think that is actually a really, really lovely story. It's a good story, story isn't it? Really nice. And I did laugh in the middle. You did. <laughs> Twice, actually. But once was fake. 
But do you think, I think that's actually, I've seen it happen with people where they're... What, someone's wiping their poo over the floor? Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> you must, that's remarkable you've seen that before. Yeah, I'm going to name names. <laughs> <laughs> um, where people are, and, I, and, and actually maybe I've not reacted in the right way or I've just kind of dismissed it, but people are... You can see in a sticky situation. Well, I, I, <laughs> I hope this doesn't sound wrong. I think of you a bit, you know. Brilliant. When, when, yeah, thanks, mate. When you when you went through some of your deconstruction journey, when when you sort of questioned your values and 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 picked apart some of the the constructs of opinion that you lived within when you were in your early twenties, and you went through that journey of pulling them apart and exploring them and thinking, I'm not sure if I agree with this. I want to understand why I think this, and not just adopt things just because it's the way that I've been brought up. Blah 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 blah. And some people then react neg- very negatively to that because they don't necessarily see the good, um, the good underneath it. They can just see sometimes the way that you communicate that stuff was was a bit blunt or, or or you end up saying things you don't actually mean, but it's part of the exploration process. And yeah. if you honor the intention, then you can tolerate the mess. If you don't try to see the intention, you can't tolerate the mess. That is a good point. That was a good click as well. <clears throat> but that, that's true because yeah. what's hard, I suppose is if we were to look at the people that weren't the kindest, maybe, in that journey. Why are you looking at me? No, no, you <laughs> you're the only one you're in the room. Li- you were literally eyeballing me right now. <laughs> look, <laughs> looking them up and down. We were to look at the people who weren't very kind. But their, um, their, in, they, their intention wasn't because they were trying to be mean. They yeah. thought they were trying to help as well. Yeah. This is what's hard, is that we might but, not always but, see the but intention. So, but so did the teacher. The teacher thought who found this girl wiping the poo across the floor, she wasn't trying to be nasty. It was like, you know, she just thought you shouldn't be doing this. This is a bad thing for you to be doing. We need to stop you doing this Yeah. to help you learn what healthy boundaries are. But she was, she, the teacher was dealing with a problem that wasn't actually the problem. Because she was trying the best to do. Yeah. But the but- issue wasn't the kid had bad boundaries and was disrespectful. But that's the issue the teacher thought they were addressing. By the end of the day, poo all over the floor isn't ideal. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> but but that's what I mean by if if you honour intentions, you can you can tolerate mess. Are there ever intentions you think that are? Do you think people do have intentions that are just wrong? For sure, absolutely for sure, and that's and that's part of the challenge with it, and that's that's why when we try to. Um, when we try to honor people's intentions, people can manipulate us, and and it's and we make ourselves a bit vulnerable if we try to understand people and try to respect people and try to try to live like some of the ways that we're we're promoting that we live in ordinary life. It does leave us a bit vulnerable because people can because we give of ourselves a bit in that we yeah. choose to trust somebody. When you when you operate out of a out of that trust of intention, you're actually trusting them. And that means that they can abuse, abuse, well, abuse is too strong a word, but they can manipulate that. And so there's, there's a constant tension about, about being wise, about not entrusting people who aren't actually trustworthy, but also then making choices of going, I'm somebody who puts trust in people because I think that's a, I think that's a powerful way of living. Um, but the good thing about, you know, something that we think about contradictions in life, things that seem opposite is we think they are, they can't exist together, but actually they create tension. And tension is really important for momentum. If you think about an elastic band, it, there's much more force or or propulsion potential in an elastic band when it's tight 
than when it's not. So if we live our life with these tension, these, these not contradictions, paradoxes, things that we hold in tension, they actually create power. That's a, that's, you're coming out of some great metaphors, man. I don't know what's happening. Well, no, because the elastic band one has good, the potential it? to fly, and, yeah. but also has the potential to sting if, it, <laughs> if it's not done yeah. properly. Yeah. I know that yeah. sounds a bit silly, but that's kind of like true as well. Yeah. Life's very like complicated, isn't it? Yeah, it is complicated. Like it feels like tiptoe tiptoeing is is not tiptoeing. I don't know, but like we we can very easily build pe- people up and ourselves up, and mm. at the same time, in a very short amount of time, break people down and, yeah. and hurt people with just simple things, can't yeah. we? And and I suppose I don't know. This is such interesting stuff. I'm really still struggling to get my head. That's down okay. No, I, I remember being taught when I was when I was growing up by, by somebody that um, <clears> the, the the difference of time it takes to form a habit and the time it takes to break a habit. And and, well, I, this is the issue. I can't really remember the stats, but I'll pretend I do. So I think it was something like you know, ten weeks to make a habit, three weeks to break, break a habit, or, or it could even be less than that. Um, but it's like to actually install a new way of doing things. Um, it, it, it's much harder to build something than it is to destroy something. Wow, that's so interesting. And also, it's the same with criticism, isn't it? Hundred. We hear one criti- critique of yeah. our like whatever it is we're doing, yeah. and we we remember that you hear you need to hear ten positive yeah. things to counteract that one critique, yeah. right? And the, and then the problem is that we develop these ways of of delivering feedback to try and be more positive, but then everybody knows what you're doing when you do a positive thing first, and then the negative, and then a positive, and then you still forget the positives because <laughs> you just go, "I just got to give him a sandwich." <laughs> but the but do you think that's also a criticism on how we've learned to deal with criticism? Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think this is some some a bit of to do with our resilience. You know, we 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 we're not. I'm not very resilient to criticism. I'm very very sensitive to criticism. Um, but you, you have to. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we got to develop some resilience to that because it because it grows us. But also, you know, it's, it's so hard talking about stuff because there's so many things underneath it and behind it. But yeah, at the end of the day, the things that we're trying to focus on, I think, as we summarise, we look at the whole whole series. Is number one, it's it's ground some of these things in day to day normality normal life because that's actually where our power and influence is is in who we are in day to day and the second thing is work hard to try to understand where people come from and what may be shaping their their behavior thoughts and attitudes so and i think you could break down every podcast that we've done into one of those two categories yeah you're right you know so dunning kruger would be in in how in our day-to-day normal understanding um the strength of our opinions are often based on not much information Cognitive dissonance would be definitely based on that. The difference between what we think we believe and what we actually do and how they disagree. Uh, prefrontal cortex would be in that camp. Dialectic disagreement would be in the other camp where you are trying to understand where people come from and the, the way they think. Boredom leads to brilliance would be in the first camp of actually not not hiding away from boredom in our day-to-day life, but actually letting it happen so it helps us to to process and, and get through things. Intersubjectivity probably would be beyond both, actually, I think, in, in both different camps. Uh, Maslow's hierarchy and needs would definitely be in understanding other people and how they and what's shaping them, what's holding them back, and, and what can release them and help them to flourish. Uh, Wim Hof, Mind Over Matter, that would probably be for us in terms of how we're doing and, and how we can um, how we can grow ourselves and push ourselves beyond what we think we're capable of. And the review is the review. Did you miss intelligence? Oh. 
<laughs> you did so well. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was waiting for that. Go so. on, Sam. What's intelligence? Nah, mate, you, you might as well finish it well, off. Well, do what you want with intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually so impressive because I don't actually see any notes. No, no, no. He just did that off of his brain. That is unbelievable. Um, as we finish, yes, I want to know. Um, I don't want you to rush this necessarily, yeah. But like, for, we've we've talked potentially quite abstractly. He, okay. Um, again, yeah. Like because people are working their own stuff out. Yeah. For you, have there been any little changes that you can recall it, either in the last like ten episodes or over the last sort of yeah. few years where you've gone? I've made that change, and it is significantly impacted the way i think see do live blah 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 yeah and you can actually quantify that yeah uh def- definitely and i i can actually answer quite quickly which is nice because it's something that i've been talking with rebecca about quite a lot recently um which is how i interact with strangers and um so i i, I went for a drink the other day with my friend harry hi harry and uh, and we went to a pub and our, our friend Harry, or is it a different Harry? Well, that's one of the things we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so my friend Harry, <laughs> you know, we talk about you know how we perceive things, and perceived truth isn't always actual truth. I'm just really? I'll just leave that on the table. <laughs> uh, and uh, and three, four, no, five, six years ago, I I wouldn't have really interacted with any, any anybody who I didn't know, but, but this time I found, and Harry's very good as well, but we found ourselves having a proper long conversation with the landlady, the person who owns the pub, hearing a bit about the story, about how long they've been there, about some of the ins and outs of running the pub, blah, 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 blah. And I, and, and Rebecca's been commenting recently on how often I get, um, I get, uh, I don't, I don't, but basically I will often try and say hello to people that I walk past or smile at people that I walk past. And I don't always do it in a way that would, encourage a response because i'm still a bit awkward at the moment because i'm trying to be warm and and friendly but i sort of do it either a little bit last minute or a bit suddenly i suddenly look at them and say hello um, <laughs> and there's, and there's not much build up you know so it can be a bit, so a bit alarming rather than um warm but but she'd <laughs> recognized that change in me in how i interact with strangers and for me that's that is something and i did comment on it Com- comment on it uh i think in into subjectivity when i said that the norm is that we sort of ignore each other yeah. unless we are in certain environments where suddenly it becomes normal to say hello you know if, if we're on a walk or something we walk past someone suddenly you go well now it's normal to say hello whereas if i walk past this person in the same speed and the same clothing down the street the norm would be not to say hello so trying to just and obviously i'm not saying hello to everyone i walk past because like at rush hour that'd be hilarious yeah 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 very very funny but so but that would be one way for me that's changed and how how i interact with strangers so how about you how about me how about you i think um i think especially over the last sort of few years it's been very good to open my mind to the fact that i'm not right about everything whoa yeah And when I say not right, I, I know my, obviously... My world's falling apart right here, mate. I know. Because you were my guru. Well, I still can be. Oh, thanks, man. But just... I'm, I'm now up a level. Do you know what I mean? Nice. Hum- humility. I'm so much more humble than I was. I'm, I can see that. And that makes me a better person Yeah. now. I'm probably the greatest person because of how humble I now am. Do you know what I mean? Do you see, do you see the joke I was Word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, well, it's more... Um, 
not that I thought I knew everything. Mm. It was more that I thought the way that I thought about things was the only way. Yeah. Or, and I know it sounds quite immature, maybe. It was the enlightened way of thinking. Yeah, but like, do you know what? Having met lots of different types of people, I think this is going to sound so cliche, but doing the whole traveling thing. <laughs> Here we go. I uh, found myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, finding your no, uh, going traveling and meeting different people and yeah. seeing and and but like even just being aware of um, worldviews that are so valid but yeah. so different to what yeah. I think has been um, has actually been really key and, yeah. and it and it changes the way I think I I've, like talk to anyone mm. um, I try to when I meet people now as well I try not to talk about what they do yeah because it's it's fine but it's not unless it is really like a really interesting yeah not that it's not interesting normally <laughs> but like like, as like it, what you mean is if it's a real passion of theirs yeah yeah I'll try and meet people I was that's what ev- you're looking for yeah, exactly. I was at an event the other day and I met this person who, weirdly, I had no idea turned out to be like the big dog of a company that like was there to talk. Oh, great. And, and I didn't know that. And, <laughs> nice. I, didn't, and I didn't even find out. And yeah. I just was talking to this person and I absolutely rinsed them, joking around with them. <laughs> like, and, they're, and, they're, and they're like older than me and Brilliant. whatever. And it was, it was so much fun and they were having a great time. Yeah. And then they went and did the key talk. And yeah, I was brilliant. like, whoa, oh, you're okay. shrinking in your seat. <laughs> no, but it, do you know what? I didn't. I was like, do you know what? They probably had a quite a real conversation yeah. there. On, re- not about anything particularly, yeah, real, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. felt like warm and welcome yeah. because it wasn't like... They were oh, treated differently because of their role. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not saying I do this all the time because I... <laughs> well, you do do it quite often, I think. Well, I think you're quite good at this. I appreciate that. Not Thank at you. all. Um, but I mean, I, I kind of just used your example and made it my example as well. No, because so. no, it's different. Because that's not necessarily um, inter- like brief interactions with strangers. This is about how, how you, you know, w- what you're looking for in conversation, what you're going after when you when you talk to people and not just going through the motions of a standard hello conversation but actually trying to go a bit, trying to actually look for what they're interested in and yeah. try to form a, a deeper relational bridge with them than something just on the surface. So I, I think that's quite different, actually. I think, and I think connection, for me, what I'm trying to mm. work out is, I think connection is everything. Nice. It sounds weird, but like when I'm on the stage and I'm trying to do comedy, yeah. I'm not just trying to make these people laugh. I want to I wanna form a connection. I yeah. want to, I want to, not because like I'm going to be best friends with them for the rest of my life or whatever, yeah. but it's more like how... Hate to break it to you guys. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> life is full of moments though, okay? Mm. And these moments are, um, we choose what we do with these moments, okay? Yeah. And I think if we can grab hold of moments in life and we can grab hold of times where we connect with people we don't know, connect with people we do know, yeah. Um, p- part of what I'm thinking is that's kind of what a lot of life is about, mm. is grabbing hold of them. And, and if we can do these, like, with authenticity, if we can do these where we actually um, go further than just the sort of norm, um, yeah. I think this is going to be... Um, a better society better for our own personal health and and potentially well i'll leave you on that no i like i think that's quite a strong place to finish actually is is um it's forming connection and we've talked a bit about the idea of having like castles of opinion where we where we shut ourselves away and where we don't we don't let people in to our sort of inner ways of thinking but we just present these hard 
walls of yeah. thought. And what you're saying is actually, you know, to, to be authentically desiring connection involves you giving of yourself slightly, you actually being present in a conversation, actually bringing your own views and your own character into it and, and sort of bringing that into the dialogue in a way that you, you can't do that if your drawbridge isn't down. Yeah. And, uh, but I love that. I think, I think you're absolutely right that pursuing connection in the moments that we're in is a, I think, a real key to, to um, grounding a lot of the things that we've talked about over this series. So thank you, Sam, for doing that. Well, thank you, because, Andrew. Because you have, done, you have done my role very well there. You've summarised the entire podcast in, in a lovely sort of sentence at the end, all about connection. There we go. That was good. You're good at that. Well, thanks, mate. It well, took done. a long time, didn't it? Flipping. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we didn't really plan this last bit, no. but we're moving on to um, a new series now. Yeah. Not that it's going to change particularly too much. We're going to talk about shoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm, because we want to talk about the soul. Oh! Delete, edit. Well, no. That was shocking. Um, but more, um, we haven't really planned that out, no. so we'll have to see where that goes. Yeah. So we, we we need to pause and reflect as well, off mic to um to think about where we're going to go. But we will be back. Uh, there'll be lots of similarities, I imagine, in terms of the format, in terms of the voices, uh, in in terms of the attempts at humour. So um, <laughs> not not too much would change. But uh, yeah. But please do please do share this around because we 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 would love people to be to be thinking about the way they think and why they think the way they think and that's an important question to be asking so we we would encourage you to do that if you've enjoyed listening to us if you haven't enjoyed listening to us don't tell anybody that you didn't enjoy no do tell people you didn't enjoy it tell us why you didn't enjoy listening to us we'd really like that criticism as well because we want to be resilient people who can deal with criticism because that's how we grow so but But, we'll be back in a couple of weeks uh, if not more I don't know for series two That's basically it, mate. Bye.